and welcome back to another edition, another episode of the Rally Cap Podcast. I'm Zach Freeze with my friend, my partner, my cohort, my baseball, fellow baseball lover here, Elliot Rearing. Uh, Elliot, Your voice sounds really deep today. Thanks, appreciate it. Uh, we have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest? A very special guest. Very How special on a scale of one? Nope, that's a bad question. Ten. Ten? All right. Let's change the subject quickly. Uh, we are here today with Mitchell Mohan. A very special guest. Very special. The most special. Um, we are sitting in Zach's living room watching the Reds trail the St. Louis Cardinals 7-2 to in a yep. game that we really needed to win. But, of yeah. course, we're the Reds. We don't win those games. So um, that brings us to this podcast. Big day today, and this is pretty much a trade deadline podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're going to discuss some of the trades around the league, but we're also going to focus on some of the things that have been happening with the Reds since our last talk, which I believe was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. Thursday. Um, Thursday night. So since Thursday night, we went on to we won Friday, we won right? Friday. We won Friday against the Cubs in Game One. We lost. And lost Saturday, game one. Game one of the doubleheader. Uh, game two of that doubleheader. Thank you, Craig Kimbrell. One Great of the day. luckiest wins I think I've seen as a Reds fan. <laughs> Thank you, Kimbrell. We were at, actually, Mitch Mohan's house for that, and we were sitting uh, sitting outside watching it, and Mitch said, Zach, if we if we walk it off, you're going in the pool. Well, it started with and, uh, it started with somebody who was going to hit a home run. If someone hit a home yeah, run, yeah. did go? No, I think, it was, I think it was Peyton. Oh, yeah, it was, it was Peyton, Peyton Manning. Peyton hit a home run, okay. Well, and he I'll, wasn't I'll going to. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but then I was like, okay, if they win it here, they win it in this inning, walk it off. All right, we'll do it. little uh, walk-off, wild pitch, whatever it was, pass ball through the wickets. Freddie Bay's ball comes in. No, 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 Castellanos, Castellanos came in. Castellanos came in. Sorry. Can't, I can't believe it. Did Freddie Baseball get on in that inning? Why am I thinking uh, of Freddie Baseball? He was, oh, he pinch ran. That's right. Yeah, he that's pinch why. ran. That's why. He, he scored when Aquino he got scored. the hit. He scored. Freddie Baseball scored. By the, speaking of Aquino, good thank you, Mitch. Uh, Aristides Aquino is back in the Reds. Um, He's in the lineup. In the lineup. Back in the Reds lineup. Uh, it's been a while. He was two for eight. Now he's back. Uh, they had, uh, what's his name? Van Meter. We'll talk. We'll get to him in a second. Van Meter was two for his thirty-eight at bats. Mm-hmm. Not great, Mister. Uh, what's his name? Janikowski. God, I'm forgetting all Janikowski, their names. Janikowski, he's gone. Can, Janikowski is now. Is he also? Is he off Alt, the team? Alternate side. He's in the so, alternate yeah. side. He's still. He's still yeah. in the Reds organization. Bye now. Um, Which is good because sometimes you just gotta have a little bit of hope. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. The thirty-one-year-old who in twenty-something at bats had one hit. And it was a little bloop up the middle in Milwaukee. Um, but to go on through that, uh, we split the series with the Cubs, and now we're in a kind of a must-win series. I don't want to say must-win, but it's, it's a must-win. We're, we're a month left into baseball, and we are playing the Cardinals at home, um, safe. safe at the first base. Harry Bader, Reds killer. Sure, um, <laughs> Harry Bader is that his name? Harrison Bader. He hit he hit a home run the other night on Saturday, last Saturday. Right. Well, he's a Reds killer. He's been a Reds killer I, this year. I think he was referring if his name was Harry Bader, not Harrison Reds, Bader. Not Reds okay, killer. Harrison Bader. Great. He's out, by the way. He's out. It doesn't uh, matter. The game's over. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, sorry. <laughs> so we are in a series against the Cardinals. 
we are going to lose game one, but the good news is we do have our best two pitchers coming up. Um, Zach, what are your thoughts on the next two games? I'd say that's great. We have a, Keep in mind, we have not won a series. Right. We've only won two series this season. One's an asterisk series against the Tigers and those two lucky doubleheader games, and the other one is against Milwaukee, which actually was a good series win. But Zach? To, well, typically I'd say it's, this is great. You know, we've got Sonny pitching tomorrow and whatever. Is it Malley going th- Who's going Wednesday? Malley? Uh, yeah, Malley. Okay. So I typically I'd say great, but we don't score. I'm sorry. This offense is just feeble. It's weak. It's kind of just – this offense is not getting – the Cubs series was better, yes, but still. Yeah. I don't think the consistency is there. I don't – I think it's – Mitch kind of said it. just seems like a kind of – Disjointed, just doesn't seem like that's, it's that's consistent. A, that's, what I was gonna, I, that's what I was going to just about to ask Mitch. Um, Mitch said it. We were at dinner earlier watching some of this game, and he said this team doesn't have the team chemistry, doesn't have the only have life, the the energy. It seems like so, Mitch. Thus far in this season, has there has there been anything that has remotely been like some sort of life, some good team chemistry around? Because I don't think I've seen any. I mean. I think a big sign of that is being able to string hits together. Mm-hmm. It's like you put a guy on, you want that guy to make it to home plate. I, I There's like a big mental part of baseball, especially when you're a batter. That's, yeah. that's a thing. And I think that's been an, always been a problem with the Reds specifically, runners in scoring position, runners on base. Well, in, it, the, it's, it's, in recent years, it's been better. It's been like, better for sure, but it's it's the, the one thing that's really been killing us is the double plays. Like you said, when you get on first base, you have to have a motivation to get that guy to the next base. And right now it's just been kind of everybody's out for themselves, and I haven't seen a whole lot of team baseball, uh, at least thus far. And I don't know what we have to do to change that because I, I, I don't know if these guys are together in the locker room. I don't know what's going on in the clubhouse. Um, but at this point, I, I agree with Mitch. I don't think this team has the, has the perfect chemistry. But anyway, Mitch, in these next two games – what are your predictions? Um, tomorrow, Sonny Gray versus Kim. Kim. Kim's been okay. Kim's Kim's, Kim's been, been well. Pretty good. Um, I give the I've give the edge to Sonny Gray just because how, how many how many games has Kim pitched? Three starts. Three starts. And I believe Sonny Gray has won every game that Sonny Gray has pitched in. The Reds have won except for it's yeah he's five and one, one. The, except for the one in St. Louis. Um. Which we blew. It was four to two in the ninth inning, and we lost that game. Um, but yeah, I agree, Mitch. Game one or game one, game two, I would give the edge to Cincinnati. Game three, what's the matchup? Mali and uh, Oviedo. Oviedo, yeah, that guy's. I don't think he's a. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm not in on him. He's, but. he's made two starts. He's pitched okay. Um, he's kept them in the game, and you know, I think they've uh, you know, gotten decent work from him so far so I, I it's hard to say with that when you got two younger I think two younger guys um, he's only 22 so. two younger guys however Malley has really established himself as sure. one of the I mean outside of Sonny and Trevor Bauer he has been our third best pitcher in my opinion thus far I mean Castillo has had some bad luck but even without the bad luck he has not been as um I don't know yeah, what to say. He hasn't been as efficient been as he was. The past few I think years. I think we'd look at Castillo a whole lot differently if we could get 
That's true too. If and we get score and, runs and, for yeah, him, and, right? And that's kind of the Jacob Degrom story of things. And that was our issue with Castillo a lot of times last year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And 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 I think like like we have five hits right now. We're in the ninth inning of this game. And listen, I know Anthony Scalfani gave up seven runs, and we're not. The offense shouldn't have to put up seven runs every game right. to win. Absolutely. But five hits is—it's kind of unacceptable. Like you can't. And this—it's it's weak. We're playing a pitcher that's not great. This isn't. It's this okay. isn't Flaherty. Right. Um. This isn't. This isn't. I don't know. The best pitchers in Wayno. the MLB. Even Wayno. I respect Wayno. But but right now we don't have like pitchers are going out there essentially just doing their best and like hoping for anything on the other side. Like Sonny Gray is getting no run support. Trevor Bauer gets no run support. Nobody gets any run support. These pitchers have to go out there thinking that if they give up a run, they're going to lose. And I think that's a bad attitude to have. I think that's a bad way to play baseball. Um, and it goes right back to the team chemistry thing. None of these guys seem to be connected in any way. Um, but to change the subject just a little bit, um, we're about a month left. We have about a month left. About a month left. Excuse me. Um, into the season, um, you guys and I told everybody to come prepared for this. Uh, top three Reds players, if you had to, if you had to rank them, or just say them, uh, thus far into the season that are keeping that are keeping us alive or have kept us alive at some point in the season. I'll go first. Um, for me, number one is very obvious. It's Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer has been the best he's ever been, and probably the best Red starter has ever been up until this point. I don't know how many starts he's had five, six starts now, and he's been phenomenal. So um, Trevor Bauer is my number one. Number two is Jesse Winker, who started off. Insanely slow. Uh, I remember. I, I remember thinking like we hit, we can't play Winker anymore, and that's and that's a bad place to be. That was at the point where Castellanos was our best hitter, uh, but now it has switched. It's been Jesse. It's been the Jesse Winker show. He had a hit tonight. Um, he's hitting above three hundred and has about a four hundred OBP. So it's been him uh, and Bauer that have been carrying this team for the past few weeks. Uh, number three. Uh, I went Castellanos just because of the home runs. Him, his, his. I mean, I think he was really the only reason we would win games about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. So Castellanos gets my number three, but Sonny Gray can be interchanged with him. Uh, and I, and I think, I think Joey Votto is also going to make my list. I know I've been critical of him lately, um, but he's had, he's had, he's had some games. Mitch is smiling at me. It's a big top three. The, well, no, no, no. That's my honorable mention. No, no, no. That's my honorable mention. So my top three. No, no, no. Okay. Reds MVPs: Trevor Bauer, Jesse Winker, and then I have Nick Castellanos. Sonny Gray is my honorable mention, as is Joey Votto. Uh, Joey Votto has been playing well. What's the splits at home, Zach? Three. Yeah, it's like three three thirty and 050. Is that what it is? 060? So, Something so bad. Around above three hundred. Probably going up after tonight, below too. below one hundred at. Uh, on the road, not good. So, but he's saying that he had our one walk off of the season. He's had some big hits when it mattered early on. Uh, I mean, I, I think he's been at least. And, and that, by the way, him playing this horrible says him being like in the top five. Eugenio Suarez has been miserable. Freddie Galvis has been way too streaky. Not good on defense. Suarez he'll, is heating up. A bit. He'll hit a home run. Suarez is heating up a little bit, uh, but he still he's not consistent. You can't trust him at the plate right now. Um, and our outfield has kind of been shaky, Mustakas. Uh, Nick Senzel has been hurt the whole year. Shogo Akiyama has not been where we want him to be. Um, and, and you know, it's that's what we're going to have to do. We had Philip Irvin on the team for a while. And that's and that's what we had to deal with. But we'll go over to Zachary. Zach, your top three. 
Um, Winker is one because he's second in the NL in on base percentage, and I mean his offense. I mean the the, the just the he's hits he's been. I feel like the beginning of the year, yeah, he was bad, but I feel like he was hitting some. There was some bad luck. He was hitting the ball hard. Yeah. Um, there was some bad luck there, as bad as he was. Um, I think he's proven that he can hit anybody. Uh, he's, they've been giving him more shots against lefties. He's hit lefties. He's been the best offensive player this year, no doubt about it. Um, and Winker, Winker's been fantastic. He's, I said it earlier, he's been one of the, maybe except for Farmer, the the only guy that's maybe exceeded expectations offensively, I guess. Castellanos has been good. I mean, he's been he's had a good year. I think I mean, maybe I'm only surprised by the, as many home runs as he's hit, but I thought he would hit around 260, something like that, 270. Two, I would go uh, I'll go Sonny Gray. I think Sonny Gray has been... Really? Well, yeah, I, I think him and Bauer are close. I just think Sonny Gray, the whole what he's done with those six hits or less thing is kind of stupid. Yeah, six hits or less, and I was thinking the same straight thing. starts. Um, the only really bad start he had was he only had one bad start, and that was against, and it wasn't even that bad. It was against Milwaukee on the road. He gave up four runs. The six hit thing is silly. Um, he's just I, I feel great when Sonny's on the mound. I feel like there's uh, we should win. We don't always win. We've won most of the time, but uh, I feel the best when Son- I feel most comfortable when Sonny Gray's on the mound on this team. And third, I'll go Trevor Bauer. I mean, he started great. Um, well, obviously, the, he was the best. I mean, his first four starts were impeccable. Uh, hit a little bit of a bump the last couple, but I mean, I can't really complain. He's, he's been terrific. Uh, can't say. Okay, don't know where we'd be. You know, we're, we've already stunk enough, but I don't know where we'd be without Bauer pitching the way he's pitched. So. Yeah, Bauer's third. Honorable mentions: Castellanos. Nobody else deserves a mention. So. <laughs> and, I, and, I think Farmer, Farmer. I, I, and I think one and Farmer. Farmer also deserves to be on mine. Uh, one thing about uh, Bauer that has really intrigued me this year—not intrigued me, but it has excited me. Um, He's been the only guy that showed emotion out there. Yep. Like he's the only guy that you see, you can see the energy that what, like when he pitches, like that you see it. You see how much he wants, how badly he wants to be out there. How excited he is for strikeouts. Amir Garrett also does that very well when he does play. Even though David Bell likes to play him once every few months, um, but then outside of that, there's not a lot of excitement. Like when guys hit home runs, it's just like they just trot around the bases, get back in the dugout, and do their thing. Uh, but Mitch, your top three as Jesse Winker gives the Reds some life here in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, that will advance the first base. Who got? Who's the first hit? Bottom? Joey. Joey is now at third base. Runners in the corners. One away. Down five. Not going to happen. But some excitement. Some excitement. <laughs> at least the life. Top You're three. Life. I guess. Kind of. Kind of. Not kind really. of. Showing kind of. I, two hits in a net. Yeah. Go ahead, Mitch. Sorry. You're good. Um, <laughs> Honestly, Zach. Actually, you know what? Can you please apologize to him one more time? Sorry, Mitch. Sorry about that. Are we okay? I changed my mind, actually. It's not okay anymore. <laughs> I had some time to think about it. And <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what it all takes a little time. Um, I would pretty much agree exactly with what Zach said. Uh, that was my order completely for the same exact reasons, too. So uh, I've just decided to, to change the pace. Okay. And, oh, and, here we go. And, uh, and just. Give a give a note to some guys who've turned my head. One of them being Amir Garrett. 
been fantastic. I agree. He's been great. Pretty much. I think he's given up like two runs or something. Mm-hmm. I think both of them home runs, actually. Both of them home runs, which has kind of always been Amir Garrett's yeah. um, issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, TJ Antone. Yeah. TJ Fan- Antone's another one. Fantastic. Um, and I also like what he was saying against the... Uh... Oh, Suarez just oh! homered. <laughs> right. Suarez. All right. Suarez back. Sorry okay. for that, everybody. Two, yeah. <laughs> so we, we are... We, are we, we all paused because yeah. it was almost caught. Suarez hits his eighth home run of the season. To bring the Reds back within two, it's always fun when they suck you in like this. They'll probably score another one. We'll lose it. We'll lose seven to six. Beauty, it's fun when you give them a grand slam. Well, what I was see. I saying? TJ Antone, sorry, TJ Antone, it's back on track. Uh, uh, TJ Antone, he has been pretty good out on that mound. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and he's he's showing some nerve out there too. Talking to that Cubs bench, full of uh, I love it. A bunch of guys who, who, love who love to talk. Those guys love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter what they say. Nothing ever bad is going to happen to them. Um, and then uh, I'd say Tyler Malley as well. Tyler yeah. Malley's been phenomenal, I think. For he's for really. for, ex- for expectations right. we had of Tyler right. Malley yeah. compared to what he's shown, I think is, uh, is amazing. There, there is another guy I didn't mention. And he, I do, we have to mention Luke Sims. Luke Sims oh, great. Lucas Sims. He's yeah. been dominant. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been just good. He's been dominating. The stat on, on Bauer and Sims' spin rate yeah. is amazing. He's dirty. Lucas Sims yeah. has been dirty out of the pen. So i got to give him credit. And I, and I it's interesting to see when David Bell plays these guys. Because, I, I don't know, man. It seems Uh-oh. like they don't get enough. I, seriously, though. Do you guys think Amir Garrett is getting enough playing time this year? Absolutely not. No. Do you think Lucas Sims is getting enough playing no way. time? No. So this is what we're talking about. And, I, and I'm not going to get on a David Bell rant again because I don't think anybody wants to hear it. But David Bell is in a position right now. He is, has a very talented team that seems to be asleep. There are a few guys, like Mitch just said, TJ Antone, Tyler Malley, smaller guys, not smaller as in, in like, you know, there's tiny people. They're, they, <laughs> smaller small guys, guys in terms of you don't, you don't expect. I'm a small guy. Yeah, that's the Red's big issue. The guys aren't tall enough. <laughs> We've never had a big tall one. Uh, Adam Dunn. Anyway, there, you, you expect like guys like, I don't know, Joey Vado, no, maybe not Joey Vado, Nick Castellanos, Mike Moustakis, Nick Senzel, Eugenio uh, Suarez, to be the guys that you say, like, oh, this is the reason these Red, this Reds team is winning. That's not been the case this year, as Mitch just pointed out. All of these guys, and Zach, all of these guys have, just, have played like phenomenally, and they're not getting enough playing time, in my opinion, and I think that's on David Bell because he keeps trusting Michael Lorenzen. And shout out to Michael Lorenzen. He's pitched, he's, he's, pitched, he's pitched a lot better. Come on. He's yeah, pitched yeah. a lot better. I think he, he's he's now played, what's his name, uh, Ponce de Leon, the Spanish explorer. Jose he's played, he's Jose played him three times now. Two of them, he's given up four-plus runs. So, you know. In fairness, those games were. Yeah, I think, was, I think, I think Jose were, De Leon's uh, those, job is to, to just pitch those on were, those. Those were, those were take one for the team games. You're not going to throw Luke Sims in a 6 1 game when you're down 6 1, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah that was, like, I get that. Uh, you know, Paul, uh, Paul's dead. You're going to make me say Paul's De Leon. Jose De Leon shouldn't be on this team <laughs> right now. No, no, no. No, I think, this, I think the Spanish explorer is, is is not good enough, and I don't think the Spanish I, explorer. I, I I hope he's not on the team when our trades uh, our traded players get here, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But yeah, I agree with everybody that all or everybody mentioned Zach from what you guys have said. You know, Tyler Malley, T.J. Antone, the 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 guys that you don't expect to make a big impact. 
have kept this team fighting here right. as we approach August, which is the last month of this regular season. Um, but I also think that Trevor Bauer needs to have a, sh- a shout-out, and I think Jesse Winker do as well, because they are bigger-name guys. And even Winker is not like a guy you expect to do what he's right. doing. Right. Um, it's been guys like Mike Moustakis, who I hope would have played better, but he's not, and that's okay. Uh, well, it's not okay, but it's whatever. I have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> deal with it. But real quick, before we get into our other segments, uh, Mitch just reminded me of a interesting topic. Uh, as Mike Gustakis goes down 0-2 in the count, which I think is like the fourth time this game. Zach, as Zach lets he out looks, a big he, aside. He looks at a lot of good pitches. So <laughs> um, we just came off the Cubs series. As Zach said, we did split it, as we've split, I think, every series in the season, um, if, we, if we have not lost it. Um, Jesse Winker has been suspended. He is appealing, so he's not going to be suspended probably for a few days. David Bell suspended. Uh, Joey Votto fined. Um, in game two of the um, doubleheader, and it was a little interesting because that was started off a TJ Antone ball that was a little high on Anthony Baby Rizzo. Rizzo, little round face, didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> I, he's got the face of a basketball. And now, if he didn't have this head that's shaped as like a basketball, I wouldn't say anything. But he's also uh, kind of a, with all due respect, a dickbag. So I, I, I think Anthony Rizzo started that. Who is that respecting? Uh, <laughs> with all due respect. With all due respect. Uh, uh, as Mike Moustakis will fly out to right field. Maybe not. No, he's not. Oh, good. He's going to strike out then. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> um, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts on that because Rizzo was – I mean, you could argue that Anton let that ball go right around his head area. But then the next uh, at-bat for the Reds, I forget who it was that Shogo, Shogo, Shogo got a ball thrown yeah. right at his head, and that's when the argument started. Votto said that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we arguing about? And when David Bell came out to manage uh, – well, manage. When he came out to argue <laughs> – when he came out to argue – He had to really manage. When, it, when, uh, when Bell came out to argue the, uh, the fact that he wasn't getting any warnings or anything, uh, then Rizzo yelled at him and said, listen, man, you're making my pitcher cold. Get back in the dugout. And that's when things heated up. Votto came out running. Waker came out running. They both got ejected. What do you guys think of that? Now, I, for one, uh, I'm on the side of Anthony Rizzo absolutely deserves some kind of fine. I think he. Was, I think I, I, I think he deserves a fine if other guys are getting fined. Correct, correct. And I and I think the guy who primarily instigated this whole thing is the one that needs to be put a little bit more blame on. Joey Votto came out to defend his manager. Jesse Winker came out to defend Votto. So it's like these guys are all doing what they're supposed to do as teammates. Right. Meanwhile, you have Anthony Rizzo at first base telling our manager to get back in the dugout because his pitcher's getting tired. So I, I but but that did not stop Anthony Rizzo from having David Ross come out. Correct. Having would, having TJ Antone get tired. Who would also get ejected? Did David Ross get suspended? Oh, no, no, he did not. Interesting. Uh, Even though he did make contact with the ump yeah, multiple times. That's yeah. You know that's kind of interesting. But that's, yeah. so thoughts on that overall? Do you think that the and Mitch brought up this point earlier? Do you think that the MLB is unfairly treating the Reds, or do you think they're they are? Biasly, not unfairly treating the Cubs. I think um, I think the Cubs want to be America's team <laughs> desperately. It's, yeah, they got I, the red, white, and blue going on. Um, and uh, oh, 
that's, and the Reds, that's the game. The Reds did lose tonight, seven to five. They, they they like to bring us back in just a little that's bit. Good. Go ahead, Mitch. Sorry. Uh, and they and they whine and complain and whine and complain to the MLB uh, just to get everybody suspended. I mean, I feel like that's just the case all the time. Anytime the Cubs are in an altercation, which seems to be pretty frequent, very, you never see punishment to the Cubs. You never see it. Maybe it's just because guys get frustrated with just the Cubs' style on the bench. Because like, the Cubs are up there. They're loud. They talk to each other. They talk to the fielders. They do whatever, which is perfectly fine. You're allowed to do that. But, like, couldn't that be considered instigating? Shouldn't I mean, it is yeah. considered instigating. I, I, I agree. I, I think it's kind of ridiculous. And How- Anthony Rizzo is... I, I don't know what's going on, but I don't know why he's Rob Manfred's golden boy. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it either. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we've had to deal with. Zach, any thoughts? I, I'm not going to hold back from my hatred of the Cubs. I hate Chicago. <laughs> I hate the Cubs. This is, an, this is an unbiased podcast. It's never, a stupid city. I've never stupid been. Team. Well, I don't know. Here's the thing. Like, you can't say that because I like the White Sox. I like, I like the White Sox. I like the White Sox are fine. I Southside has more uh, has, has has more exciting players anyway. It's, or has, it's, has more as a more exciting team anyway. It's just different with the Cubs. I feel like the the Cardinals as much. We've had some run-ins with the Cardinals the last ten years. I've kind of forgotten about it. I kind of I have a respect for the Cardinals. They're they're a great franchise. And yeah, it's also it's also kinda, it's also fan, their fans aren't annoying. Their fans are good. <laughs> they have good fans. They're like kind. They're cool people. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they they, they do it. They, they're. They're, they just quietly go about their business. They win, you know. They win every year. I mean, they're, and, that, they're and I think that's the biggest year. thing. They shut everybody up with their and winning. It, and it's the Cubs. Just they, they, they upset me mainly because uh, Rizzo is on his high horse and, and this and that and, and uh, knee bombs guys, but we don't talk about that. He goes out of his way to try and injure a catcher. Um, did that a couple years ago, but uh, and then. You know, he cries if he gets pitched inside. It's like your arm, your your hands. <laughs> You're are standing all, over the plate. Your hands are over the plate. I would pitch him the exact. I wouldn't. Obviously, you don't want to throw at a guy's head. I don't think Anton was doing it on purpose, but I would try and throw fastballs up at Rizzo's hands because it'd be a. It's a heck of a lot harder for him to turn on that. Rizzo's. He's a good not. Player. He's not going to hit that pitch. Right, Rizzo. We saw it on Saturday. Rizzo was a, is able to just do that thing where he just kind of flips his bat out on a pitch that's. Blow the zone, go down on one knee, and golf it out of there. I mean, but it's because he stands in half the zone, right? And that's what's. That's why I would just throw. I would throw fastballs up at his hands every time, or I would try to brush him back. It's like I, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm not a Cubs guy. I'm. I'm. I'm sick of the Cubs, and they can say, and the Cubs fans can say triggered or whatever when they, you know, they want. Yeah, we know you're listening. They, they, they well, the Cubs fan. Well, it's just like more so, just like Cubs fans can say triggered or win a game. This we have a winning season this decade, but it's like they won one thing in 700 years of playing or whatever, and they won. You know, they, they were the the lovable losers, and they won. You know, they win their title or whatever. Fine, and and that's fine, but it's. Uh, I'm a little bit. I get, I'm tired of the Cubs. I, I've, I've, they're just. I have, a, I have a hatred for the Cubs. I can't. Even, <laughs> I can't. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's just that I have a hatred for the Cubs. It's not like the. I like the Brewers. I have nothing wrong with the Brewers. I don't like Pittsburgh, but it's just the Cubs are different. It's just I just. I, the, they really upset me. All right. Well, Zach, uh, we'll talk about that later. Maybe if you have to cry or something, talk about I'm, the Cubs. I'm, uh, but we are gonna we are gonna move right along here to a segment that Mitch uh, just brought up, and I thought it was gonna be fun to talk about before we get into the trade deadline and our playoff predictions. 
uh, with a month left of baseball, and it is thinking of the Reds' best moments in the past six seasons, not counting this year. Uh, and I was thinking about mine, and I think a lot of mine have to do with, I think, the 2017 season when wow. Scooter Jeanette was here. And I think my, my moment, or my favorite moment, was the Scooter Jeanette four-home run game. I think that was one that was like, this guy is awesome. He is, he's brought a, a life, a, fan, a new fan base to this team. And I think, it was, I think he was an exciting chapter of our terrible past six years. One of the very few lights, in my opinion. Uh, other than that, it's been a whole lot of bad. Um, a really whole lot. I, Kevin Gregg is in there just for me <laughs> making fun of him. Um, I, I or start Tim Adelman. Tim some of the names that we some of some of the names we threw out at the mound is just Jackson funny. Stevens, my ja- friend. <laughs> Jackson uh, Stevens. Uh, but yeah, I, I think my moment is the Scooter Jeanette home run. By the way, four home run game. By the way, Scooter Jeanette still not on a, a roster, which I cannot believe after the Reds um, kind of unfairly got rid of him, in my opinion. Yeah, but, and, and we know he I, listens to this podcast. Well, we know, we know. If you're listening, I'm Scooter, not saying he doesn't listen. What if you're, if you're listening, Scooter, we want you on. There's a shot. If you're, if you're listening, listening Scooter, please respond to the email. <laughs> uh, Zach, All past six, past six years, my moment is the four home run game. What is your moment before we get to Mitch? Hmm, let's see, we got Bronson Arroyo's comeback. Oh, that was a good one. We got Scott Feldman. Bronson Arroyo's comeback. By the way, I think he started Scotty games. Ice. Yeah, we've got the Roger Bernardina experiment. I, I'm gonna go. At, it's hard. How do you not say Scooter? Almost. Uh, I mean, it has to be Scooter. I think it has to be Scooter. I'm trying to think of one that's or, not Scooter. Or it's not really a moment, but just like the entire Brewers series on the 4th of July last year. When, yeah. The, Maybe. when they cut it to three games, that was fun. That like, was fun. Sonny Gray that one night was just like dealing eight innings. The only other one I was going to maybe do is last – or two years ago. God, these years. Dietrich? Uh, it, was the, it was the Pirates when it was Dietrich – or Dietrich? It, was Amir, no, it was Amir Garrett. Amir Garrett versus the Pirates. Yeah, that's a good one. The, more, the, 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 Puig, the Puig tenure. Yeah. The, the, the Puig three game. The Puig, <laughs> the Puig game. But Zach, so sure. What? I guess. Uh, right. I guess that. I guess the 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 Brewers when they when they cut it that one game when Castillo was on the mound on Fourth of July and they won. Um, I think one nothing. Yeah. Because that was the la- that was like the last semblance. Like okay, they they're actually in the race. That was like the last time like you felt like they could make the playoff. It's not crazy. Oh, uh, and they wouldn't go on to not make the playoffs. Mitch, you're <laughs> like, at least like, you're they like, like well, they're every other No, moment, yeah, I get it. No, 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 every get other it. moment they're like thirty scooters home yeah. run game, they're probably thirty out. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mitchell. What do you think? Man, it's This it's, is gonna be a good one. I'm excited for Mitchell. It's been tough. I have a lot of fond memories of the past six years. Um, <laughs> Just with a lot of watching player development and <laughs> player, player development. I think one of my favorite signings was uh, Jason Marquis, yep. uh, Rockies legend. Um, <laughs> people forget that he was very good at one point. Jason Marquis for, for, for a season. For a season. Did you see that like commercial that the Nationals aired for when they signed him? So no. Like, no. It, it was it was back when like Philly was like. Like really good. Um, they're just like he could have gone to the Yankees. He could have gone to the Dodgers. He could have gone to Philly, but he came to Washington. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, that reminds me. My another favorite moment of mine that Mitch and I like. Uh, speaking of commercials, Mike Moustakas' commercial oh, yeah. that I see every I'm third the new inning. Guy. <laughs> I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Mike. The new guy. The new guy. <laughs> the boys sent me over to Kelsey Chevrolet. Jake Sweeney. Jake Sweeney. Right, right when I arrived. Right when I arrived. <laughs> right Didn't unpack I... my bags. But good, Mitch. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> you're wrong. Had a gift. 
Um, I, I, I think my favorite thing has been watching the experimental signings. Um, so, like, uh, bringing back Big Pasta, Alfredo uh. Simon. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Uh, you know, including Bronson Arroyo. They um, traded for Matt Harvey. Traded for Matt Harvey. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, Todd that was, Frazier. That was great. Home run derby. Oh, yeah, the Todd Father. Todd Frazier, home run derby, yeah. A little fly me to the moon. That might have that might have been the Reds' biggest highlight in the past six seasons. Twenty fifteen. Six seasons. It's been longer than that. I think that's the biggest highlight we've had since <laughs> the, well, since we what, made the wild card game. Probably. Or when was Homer Bailey's no hitter? Because or one of them. That was that was twenty thirteen. Yeah, so probably. So since we made then. well, we made the wild card game after that. Yeah, right. probably the last time I actually felt excited, like with with yeah, genuine, that, that, no, you, no, 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 with genuine thought in my mind that this team is so good and we are going to win a lot of things was during that wild card game when Todd <laughs> Frazier made that catch in the foul territory where well, he leaned over the balcony. Do you remember? Do you remember that was the Cueto game? Cueto, Cueto, Cueto. I mean, that was all time move by the Pittsburgh Pirates fans. Who is this guy? That's Nick Crawl. Man, yeah. that guy was like a weirdo. Go ahead, Mitch. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Tell me how you feel. All right. Um, yeah, but. Uh, if you had to pick one, pick one moment for me. I loved, was it last season or two seasons ago, um, when we had that four-game series with the Cubs. It was the series that Di Scafani had the Grand that Slam. That was a good one. But we swept that them. That was a good one. That was probably my favorite season um, ever. Actually. Or not season, series. Series, series. series ever. Not my favorite season. Yeah, that's a good, that, that was Actually, that's a good I think one. That my favorite, maybe the most excited I've been the last six years was not related to an on-field play or anything to do with on-field play. It was a trade that was made when they traded Homer Bailey. Yeah, to that's another good one. Because I was excited. I was like, we got Puig? How do we get... We got Puig and Kemp and like all these guys. It was like, oh, how they pulled this off. And yeah. Obviously, oh, yeah, Matt Kemp. I the love remnants, that guy. The remnants of that trade have fizzled and you got Farmer. But you got Bauer out of it, so... I, I think it worked for us. I think it was a fine deal. I'd probably do it again. They gave up a couple of prospects, but that was that was a fun day, right? December like twentieth of twenty eighteen. And by the way, even if that didn't work, that was the first time our our front office has done something like that, like something so really exciting. And and it was it was just it was awesome. It was awesome. I remember where I was. Uh, we were in the movie theater, uh, about to see the movie Green Book. Um, we were at the Newport Theater. Zach and I were. It was exciting. Um, but that was fun. Um, but speaking of exciting. The Reds have made two very exciting trades. Well, one exciting and one so-so. Uh, we have acquired Archie Bradley from the Archie Arizona Bradley. Diamondbacks. A great um, baseball name. We Archie have Bradley. very good name, Archie Bradley. But I think we gave up an even better baseball name. And what name is that? And that is Packy Naughton. Packy Naughton. That is a like, baseball name. Yeah, that's one of those ones. Like You know those, 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 those games on like, Twitter where you pick one of these adjectives and you pick, and that's the, you're you know, a baseball player from the 1920s? You know, I feel, I feel like... When I think of Packy Naughton, I feel like it's 18, 1888, and I'm sitting in a cornfield. <laughs> Packy Naughton. Watching, watching the, watching it's the game. Packy Naughton, everybody. There's the mechanic on the mound. The mechanic on the mound. <laughs> and, and by the way, as I sit here watching Sam LeCure's red face do this, I mean, his face is red. It's not that red anymore. I think it's pretty red. It's gotten it a lot better. It looks bad tonight, actually. Uh, I would like him in the bullpen. Anyway, so we acquired uh, Archie Bradley. <laughs> Archie Bradley for uh, Josh Van Meter, who, as I said earlier, two for 38 in his tenure this season with the Reds. 
Uh, and then we also gave up, like Mitch just said, Stu Packy. Stu or sorry, that was Stu Fairchild. Um, again, I don't know much about Stu Fairchild other than his name is Stu. Stu um, top, top 10 prospect, borderline. Top 10 prospect, the borderline. For the Reds, uh, yeah. Not, for the Reds. Not, not baseball. No. That we'll would be rough. We'll see you later, Stu. Uh, I think it's a good move. We have a struggling bullpen. Everybody knows that. And I think this guy will be a good closer or a good eighth inning guy. Um and that will be interesting what happens with uh, Iglesias if he does move into the closer spot because I don't think Iglesias ha- can handle the pressure of that eighth inning spot. But anyway, we go to the next trade. We traded for Brian Goodwin of the Los Angeles. Are they Los Angeles or are they Anaheim? Los Angeles. Los, a- Los Angeles. Th- they're in Anaheim, though, The right? Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, Los Angeles okay. Angels of Anaheim. Yeah. They, no, they're just the Los Angeles Angels. They were okay. Anaheim like well, three. they're the Angels. They got wings. The Angels. Um, we traded Brian Goodwin. We got Brian Goodwin in, in exchange. We traded. That's the one we traded. Packy Naughton and a player to be Packy named Packy and a player to be named later. That'll be some scrub that nobody will ever hear of. Yeah, probably like Nick Senzel or something. Yeah, something Bauer. like that. Yeah, maybe Bauer. <laughs> Trevor Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna throw in Bauer. Eh, we can't sign him. So <laughs> guys, so guys, what do you think of these trades? It's it, in my opinion, the only thing I took away from this, not really the quality of the players, it's the fact that we're not throwing away this season, which I think is really important for for the fan base. I think it's important for the guys in the dugout uh, that we're not just selling everybody. We're not do, doing the Arizona Diamondback way. Get rid of our whole team right now. What do you guys think? Um, of the moves and like what the moves mean for the re- remainder of this season. Um, I think you, I think you covered Archie Bradley pretty well. I think he'll be a solid guy in the, um, in the in the bullpen. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's either eighth inning or ninth inning, I think Rysel Iglesias just needs a, like a partner in it. it. Like, yeah. It reminds me. It reminds me of like when we had Chapman and Jonathan Broxton. Uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not comparing it to that combo yeah. um, because it's. I, I don't think it's really that close. Uh, <laughs> but like, I don't know. We used to pitch Chapman two innings, and he didn't do that good. We're pitching mm-hmm. Rysel two innings, and he's not doing that great. <laughs> At least we were last yeah. season. Yeah. So now him knowing that he has a, a solid guy in front of him um, to to just like help him out a little bit, you know. And then Brian Goodwin. I'm, I mean, I'm glad they were active at the deadline, but I, I, I don't exactly understand the trade. Um, I think we already have a lot of outfield depth. I, I, you mentioned before, uh, not on this, but via text, he said, well, it's like to replace Philip Irvin. But even with Philip Irvin, we had a lot of guys in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and the reason I say to replace Philip Irvin is because right now we still don't have uh, – Tyler Stevenson's still not up. We still have guys not being able to hit, and I think it's a guy coming off the bench where it's like, okay, maybe this guy won't strike out every time he sees the bat. It's not Travis Janikowski. It's not Josh Van Meter. It's not Phil Bervin. These guys had a combined three hits or four hits or whatever, and it's like, okay, maybe just a little bit of life off the bench. But I agree with Mitch. Yeah, I guess we, we have it a, is a new we, eye we, out there or whatever. We have a ton of outfielders. Mitch is 100%, especially with Senzel coming back soon. Um, so I, I don't know what his role will be, Brian Goodwin, but I, I think even if he comes off the bench just to replace one of those guys if they're tired or whatever, or if he comes in to uh, pinch hit, I think it's a little bit extra juice opposed to what we had before. But, Zach? It's a good – look, the, the Reds, they, they waited, and it didn't seem like they were going to do anything. And I kind of wanted them to do something, not just to make a trade. But I think a bullpen arm would have – you know, it would have been disappointing had they maybe not gotten a bullpen arm. Um, and I, 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 the spec, the speculation was there with Archie Bradley all day. Me and Mitch were kind of texting back and forth about it. Um, 
And uh, I thought that would, uh, Archie Bradley seems like a guy that makes sense. Uh, he has been a very good reliever. He hasn't had the best year so far this year. But as a four-two ERA uh, in ten innings, I think uh, I think it's been a lot of. I think there's been some bad luck involved um, with that. He was he's been he had a great year in 2017, uh, but the last I think the last three years the ERA combined is like. Two nine or something out of the bullpen since he moved to the bullpen, so he's been great, uh, a great bullpen piece uh, in Arizona. I think that was a good a good move. They'll have him for next year too, um, which is I think important. Um, and they didn't really give up anything that big. The meter was two for thirty seven or whatever. And Fairchild's a guy that's just kind of blocked. I mean, he's not. I don't, yeah. I don't see how he's going to make an impact on this team with all the outfielders they have. And then you look at Goodwin, who. Um, I mean, he's never really torn the cover, knocked the cover off the ball. Astro had a nice year. He had 17 homers. He had 260. Uh, I don't know how much he plays. Um, he's a left-handed bat, though, I think, off the bench. Uh, that, that That's team, a good point, too. David Bell loves left Yeah, David Bell is very excited. When it doesn't matter at all. I think he's going to be – I think he'll be okay. I think Brian Goodwin can be okay. Um, I think he's been, um, he's been a good defender, too. Um, so I, I think – they can do some different things, although I'm, I'm curious to see how the outfield shakes out with when Senzel comes back. Excuse me, which he should be coming back in the next couple of days, I would think. According to God, I hope. According to Nick Senzel, he's coming back soon. Uh, no, I don't know exactly. Did he say that? that? Means, Did he say that? It was on his. Uh, it was on his Instagram today. He says, "Hey, Reds country, I'll be. Uh, I'll be back soon. I just cleared a hurdle or whatever, and um, you know, I should be able to." I think he's on the mend. I think he's coming back soon, whether that's next week or tomorrow or in two days or three days. Who knows? But good one's a piece they added. They, again, low cost, un- unless they give up power in the play- as the player V-name later. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, the trades are good. I, I think they made good trades. I think they did the right thing. I think it would have been a mistake to just punt because there's a lot of – not a lot of season left, but a lot can happen. The NL is terrible. Um, there's enough season left. There's enough season left to where they could still make the playoffs, and I mean, after tonight, it doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you see it all the time. Still you time. see, you see teams go like seventeen and five or something like that. You just got to string wins together. You true. can't go win loss win loss. You just got to go three wins and right. loss, which is, I mean, asking a lot of this team. But <laughs> it's asking <laughs> but a that's, ton. Because that's I, what you need to do. I believe there's only been two instances of in this season where they've won three in a row. Um, it was the two games in Detroit, and I think they won the first of Milwaukee, and then they won two in Milwaukee and won the first of the Cubs. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, winning, it's, it's, this is the kind of season where it's like, if, if a team went on a 10 game win streak, you're in. Uh, right. the Tampa Bay Rays right, are on an 8 and 2 run right now. Sure. They're 8 and, they're eight and 2 in their last 10. And it's teams like that. The Dodgers are 9 and 1 in their last 10. And obviously, those teams are significantly better than us, but it's like, even with like a ten, like if we went seven and three, if we had a seven and three sprint, that puts us in a position where we're probably in second place right. in our division, and we're comfortable, and we can we can you, that's when you can play five hundred ball. But right now we're playing five hundred ball, and we started so far below five hundred where it's like we can't catch up right now, and that's what's going to need to change. And I think hopefully that's what's going to change. Um, but as we segue for away from the Reds for a little bit, we talk about uh, as we head to our last 20, 20 or so minutes of this podcast talk about the remaining trades of the trade deadline. Overall, I thought it was a pretty good trade deadline. 
Um, nothing too insane, but I do think the San Diego. I feel like a, I feel like a lot happened in like a short amount of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Year. yeah, 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 yeah. I t- today especially today and like yesterday, it was a ton of stuff, and you started hearing rumors and, and all kinds of things like that. Um, but in my opinion, I, I think the Padres acquired, I think, eight different guys. Is that right? Eight different guys, one of them being one of the best pitchers in baseball, Mike Clevenger. Uh, they also uh, uh, acquired one of the hottest hitters in baseball off the Red Sox and Mitch Moreland to, to add to their already powerful offense. I mean, they're stacked offensively, and now they're going to have a very good pitching rotation. Um, another quiet, quiet, uh, a quiet win, in my opinion, are the 18 and 14 Blue Jays. Who uh, acquire Jonathan? Um, yep, and they also acquired a uh, help me out pitcher for the Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. Um, Robbie Ray is not very good, um, but he is certainly better than some of the guys that the Blue Jays are throwing yeah. out. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts so far? Not so far. What are you guys' thoughts of the trade deadline? That was of a, this year's trade deadline. It was a great deadline. I mean, it was we especially we didn't know. Honestly, I was kind of like. Like a month ago or two months ago, I'd say, we didn't really know if there would be a trade deadline. In fact, I don't think people thought there would be a trade deadline. And not only did they get a trade deadline, um, we get action. And I don't think people thought we'd get a lot of action at the deadline because of where teams uh, going to for 30 games. Like, is this what we're going to do? Are you gonna are you willing for 30 games to give up some capital? Yeah. Uh, now, with the Padres, they haven't made the playoffs in 15 years. So I said go all in. And they're already in a spot where they're they're going to make the playoffs. And they are all the way in. They're all in. They are. They don't care if it's a 60-game season, a five-game season. Yeah, I think teams... 30 teams make the playoffs. It doesn't matter. They're, if they get a World Series, it's going to be, I mean, Cle- insane. Clevenger going, obviously, was... A month ago, if you would have told me it would have happened, I would have been shocked. Obviously, that his uh, choices probably led to this. Um, but he's no Clevenger is great. He could he he's going to help them. Obviously, he's going to be a guy that they're going to plug in into with the Nelson Lamette and Paddock and Davies and those guys. Uh, uh, that was a great trade, I think, on both sides. The Indians got six guys. They, that's going to help them. They got Mitch Moreland, a, a bat who's been stinging the ball for the Red Sox. They got Nola. Uh, Austin Nola, the catcher, and they they gave up a lot of you know they gave up some prospects, but uh, he's hitting over three hundred, and they didn't dip into their best prospect. They you know they gave up a couple of nice Pete prospects, but no Mackenzie Gore, no Luis Patino, none of the big names. Uh, and then I, I think you look at the Marlins; they got Starling Marte, which was kind of a surprise because they kind of, I don't think they're very good. But they're in the playoff. I mean, they're they're in the. They're not very good, but somehow they're five hundred right now at fifteen and fifteen. They're in the playoff hunt, so I can't really. I mean, look, Starling Marte is a great bat. She's going to be great to have. That's that's a nice piece in the middle of the order. So, look, kudos to them. They made a move. They they, yeah, they made a big move. Mitchell, yeah, I I think uh, I think the Clevenger trade is absolutely the biggest one this uh, trade deadline. Um, And I, I see why the Padres went after him. He's a good pitcher in Cleveland. Um, uh, it's just a matter of of Kenny, like transition into into San Diego, and I, I only say this because I mean, I don't know. Trevor Bauer and Mike Clevenger have always reminded me of each other. I think they're similar pitchers in style. Yeah. And when and when and for some reason on earth i don't know why <laughs> um, they love Cleveland, like the city. Yeah. I don't get that at all. Um, 
And uh, when Trevor Bauer came to Cincinnati last season, he sucked. He just did. Yeah, he did. And I think it's because he just missed Cleveland so much. I think he was mad that he was traded. And I and one thing I think is like maybe Mike Clevenger might have the same thing. Obviously, the terms were different when Bauer left versus when Clevenger's leaving. Um, Bauer had just thrown that baseball over the outfield wall in, in Kansas City. But um, <laughs> we'll it. see. I, I, yeah, I think the – I mean, I, I like trades, but um, – I also like to see trades work out. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's another good point. I, when Trevor Bauer came over, I was very concerned because, I, again, that was for Yasiel Puig, and I really liked Puig, even as Zach likes to remind me of how, quote-unquote, bad he was. Not the best. Um, no quotes necessary. He was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, you know, but I still think that he brought a fire into the team and for the fans. But anyway, when Trevor, Mitch is right. When Trevor Bauer came over, he wasn't good. And I think there's two ways to look at it when you're a player getting traded. You can look at it like, well, now I have to leave my home. I have to get up. I have to move. I have to go to a team that may or may not be good. Uh, now I have to perform well in a short amount of time for a team I don't know. And there's another way you can look at it where it's they just traded me, they disrespected me, and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to pitch my ass off. And I think if Clevenger comes out with that, and I, I think the San Diego Padres are going to be a big, big threat come, come playoff time. Uh, I mean, they their their talent already before this deadline, they were going to be a top five seed in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, but as of right now, they're they are a team that's gonna, in my opinion, and we'll say it here in a little bit when we get to our uh, playoff predictions, they're gonna make a run. Uh, I think the Padres are good talent wise, um, and I know I'm gonna ask Mitch about it here in a second. I know they've struggled for the past I don't know how many years, thirty. 40? Their, their, entire, their entire their existence. Their entire existence, they've been terrible. And I, I agree. Like 45 years. But this is a new team. They have they have good jerseys again. <laughs> they don't have that ugly jersey. Uh, they, they've got, they've got a, a Fernando Tatis, who might be the most exciting player in baseball right now, uh, the face of baseball. Uh, they have Manny Machado, who has come back to life after having a not-so-great season. He's all the way back, uh, and they have guys. Si- they si- dug. They dug the ghost of Eric Hosmer back. Hosmer. <laughs> Hosmer is back from Osmer the dead. Uh, uh, and they've got those outfielders that are awesome. I, I, uh, Will Myers. Gresham they have. They have Gresham. Oh, yeah. They have. Uh, who's the one guy that's hurt right now? Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham's. Tommy Pham's unbelievable. So the, the San Diego Padres right now are a team that, like, if they get to pick who they want to play, like, I, I would hate to be the team that they pick. Like they're they're scary, they are scary, and we'll se- we'll segue into that right now. Um, we're gonna go to our playoff predictions. We have, as I've said several times, we have a month left of this season. The Reds are still in it with a month left to play. Uh, that's interesting, but <laughs> uh, for, for, that's the first time in six years they've been alive with, the, with a month to play. And we're um, fifteen and twenty. Yeah, so not good, not but ideal. they're alive technically. Well, I mean, eight teams are making the playoffs. So, everybody, I'm going to have everybody list off their playoff predictions. I'm going to go first. Um, so, here we go. And the AL, we're going to do the AL first before we get to the NL because the AL is more chalk, um, as Zach said earlier. I think the Rays are going to be the number one seed in the postseason. The Rays have been really good. They started off slow, but, man, they have really picked it up offensively, and they've picked it up uh, pitching-wise as well. They're not giving up runs, and they're scoring a lot. Uh, number two is the Oakland Athletics, who I think are going to make a strong run at a World Series this year. They've had one of the most loaded offenses, and they just acquired uh, Mitch. Help me out, the, the pitcher, Mike Miner. Mike, Mike, what? Uh, oh, Miner. Mike Miner. Um, the Athletics just made a move in the trade deadline um, for another pitcher. They're a good team. They're a really good team, Mike and Myers. I think <laughs> I, Mike Myers. 
What's his name? Mike Meyer. Mike Mike Zach's, Meyer, right? Yeah, Not, Zach said Mike Meyer. Like, oh, like Mike, Shrek. Oh, <laughs> Mike Myers or uh, Michael Myers from uh, Halloween. Michael Myers. Good job, Zach. What's the? If it doesn't matter. Number three, I'm gonna have. Number three, I'm gonna have winning the AL Central. Might be a little surprised, but the Chicago White Sox are way too hot right now. We were talking about the real team in Chicago. That's that's the real team. Chicago White Sox are fun. Uh, they have the only no-hitter of this season with Lucas Giolito. They have a really good offense. They still have the old but still powerful Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, they have Jose Abreu, who's been slugging this year, uh, and an offense that's not shutting up anytime soon. Uh, they're my three seed in the AL. <laughs> they're my three seed in the AL. Uh, my four seed is the Indians. Uh, they're right around. They're right around with the uh, uh, White Sox, but I think they're going to lose out to the division. Still going to make the playoffs. Still a really good team pitching wise. The best pitching team in baseball, and uh, an offense that is slowly coming around. Still struggling a little bit on the offensive side, but they'll be fine. Um, number five, the Yankees. The Yankees have really been struggling lately. Uh, they, they're three, uh, three. They have three wins in their last ten games. Um, the team is really hurt. I think Judge has been hurt. Uh, what's his name's been hurt for a while now. Stanton. Stanton's been hurt for a while. Uh, there, several pitchers are hurt, and it, it, it's been tough uh, to deal with that for the Yankees. But they're the Yankees. They have a really talented team, and I think they're going to be fine uh, come playoffs playoff time. Number six, I have the Houston Astros. The Cheaters won't go away. Um, they're in a really bad division, so I you know I, I expected them to make it just because two teams from each division are going to go. Uh, but 19 and 14 overall is the record. They've played extremely well. Um, pitching has been a little bit suspect. They've got a ton of rookies, ton of young guys. But the offense is what their offense usually is. Outside of uh, Jose Altuve, who's been horrible. Um, they're my six. Number seven, which is surprising that they're this low. But the Minnesota Twins, uh, the Minnesota Twins are a very good offensive team, and they're very good pitching usually. But it's like they've been a little bit inconsistent. They've now been swept by the Tigers and I think by the White Sox. Yeah. They're just getting swept at random places, random points in the season. It's it's kind of it's kind of unsettling if you're a Twins fan because it's you have the talent, you know you're good, but there's stretches of the season like we said. If you if you win seven out of ten, you're in a good spot to make the playoffs. But you can't be getting swept several times in a season of that's this short. But anyway, they're my seven. Uh, they've had a great year. My number eight, and I was laughed at for this pick. And I'm tired of it. The Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are my eighth, uh, my eighth seed in the AL. They are 18 and 14. Uh, and I was laughed at for that pick, but I will not have it anymore. Well, there was, it was a, in fairness, it was a five-team playoff on that prediction. That was before. Yeah, that it was, was before, before the, the expanded 18. playoffs. Oh, they still are great. They've been better than I thought. I will say that. Blue, Toronto's look good. Have you seen their offensive line? Yeah. Yeah, they have they have like uh, they've got like five, they have five guys who are over like six two and over two hundred twenty pounds. As Rowdy Telez. As as we get to the uh, remaining the final five minutes of this podcast, I'm gonna gonna sim a little bit here. I'm gonna sim and we're gonna go to the NL. Uh, But Zach and Mitch, uh, overall thoughts on those playoff predictions? I I assume it's somewhat similar. It listen, it's the same. I'm not gonna waste time here. It's pretty much the same. Except I have. I yeah, you tell me. Tell me. What I, I think I'd have Cleveland sneak same. in before Toronto. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, I think all those teams are locks. Yeah, they're gonna make it. Yeah, all those teams are gonna make it that you said. I don't think it's close. Like I don't think it's yeah. debate. Detroit's not gonna make it. I, I, the only thing I might have was 
I might have Cleveland winning the division because I just love their pitcher. Yep. Uh, but I, to be honest, there is not a what, – what other team has a chance other than Detroit? Yeah, and they maybe, don't. and they really don't. Okay. Yeah, um, that's, that's about we're gonna, <laughs> that was talking AL baseball. That was talking uh, AL. NL, uh, I think our first three seeds are going to be covered because the Dodgers, the Braves, and the Cubs are all pretty substantial at this point. They're going to but the next part that's going to be the fun part. We have the I, I have the Padres at four, Cardinals at five, six Phillies. Mm-hmm. I've our Cincinnati Reds sneaking in, squeaking Gross. in at seven. At seven. What? Uh, and eight. I have the Rockies. Okay. Right. Actually, you know, I don't think that's that bad. It's not. It's not. It's it, looking at it right now. It's like well, how, the, the, how the, do the Reds miss the playoffs? Like, no, this yeah. is so frustrating because if you look at the standings, the Mets there a. I mean, the Mets are meet the Mets, meet the Mets, step right up and just for heartbreak. I mean, Nationals are terrible. The heart Nationals Marlins are terrible. Aren't good I don't believe in the Marlins. Uh, Milwaukee, could, they could make it. They could. If the I don't Reds think don't they. I don't think up, their pitching will sustain. No, though. but if the Reds don't shape up, then they then they could get it. I'm not a believer in the Giants, but they they're the pesky Giants. I don't know yeah. what the heck is going on there. I. Excuse me. The Phillies, maybe. I think the Phillies. Are yeah, gonna, I have the Phillies in. The Phillies are going to make it to me. I think they're a good. I think they're actually good. They they got snake bitten by some terrible bullpen play, but that'll even out a little bit. They'll, yeah, they won't yeah I I think Philadelphia will probably get the probably come in second in the East. I think. I do too. I expect the Miami implosion. I, I think uh, Miami's going to fade. A, I think, a Derek Jeter special. <laughs> I think it really, honestly, I would say, so that would leave so uh, Braves Phillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardinals and Cubs, I, I like that. Those two, Dodgers, Padres. So that leaves two spots, right? Yeah. So then I think it really honestly comes down to the Brewers, the Reds, Rockies, uh, Rockies, and Giants. That's yeah. what I think is going to – that's the four, and I, I'll put the Rockies in there. I'm going to put the Mets in there too. Okay. The I like that pick. I like that pick. I, Great I, pick. It's fine. I, the Mets just have bad pitching. I know. I yeah, But I don't know. It's I, Every once in a while they just get hot. Okay. You know? The Mets, look, I, the Mets are a frustrating team to watch. They yes. they the ground the ground day. They'll never win on the ground day. But I'll say the Rockies and the, uh, the Brewers make it. I like it. Because the Reds, I just can't. That's not gonna say that's that's a that's a cl- that's a classic gamblers attitude. You're not gonna say you're gonna win they're the bet. Fifteen but. and twenty. If the Brewers win tonight, they're gonna be two ahead of us. And Mitch, um, this is gonna be our final segment of the night. No, what's up with Tom? No, what's up with Tom? Unfortunately, has been killed uh, in a, in a fiery car crash. Mitch, I would like you to say an apology to the Padres. I yeah, will, I will not. I, just say it. Uh, as Zach cues up our ending music yeah. here, yeah, um, we have one. We have one. Fun of the Padres, we have one right? minute left in this I podcast. I can still make fun of the Padres because they've made the playoffs five times and they've never won a playoff series, which is pretty yeah. bad. And, and so, Mitch, just apologize. You heard it here first. That's no. a great apology. I did not Mitch, apologize. End it with your final five picks, if you would. For as the National League, National League, there's eight picks. I know, but I'm, we, the first three. Give me, give me all eight real quick. Run them down. All right, first place in the Central Cubs, second Cardinals. Um, hopefully, they can get all their games in, so nothing stupid happens. Um, in the East, I think it's going to be. I think it'll be Atlanta and Philly. I mentioned that before. West, it's probably going to be Los Angeles and San Diego, but who knows? Maybe the Padres will pull something out of their butts and. Um, and uh, maybe maybe sneak away with the division. Uh, and then for the wild card, I'm going to go Rockies and the Meet the Mets. 
Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, you didn't take the Mets in the end. Uh, Mitch has apologized. To I did the not. I did not apologize to the Padres. That, you, you heard it here first. They as we have ten seconds left. Uh, I am Elliot Rearing. That is Mitchell Mohan. Mitch will be on later again. I'm sure for another podcast. Love you guys. <laughs>